Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Blind Leading the Blind podcast. My name is Chris. But you sound like Little Sweet. <laughs> little Sweet? <laughs> little Sweet. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Debbie, where are we? Uh, in the basement. That's already another podcast. We're, we're, we're going to get it. We're, now we're going to go to court. That's you're, where we belong. <laughs> in the basement. <laughs> we, as Mr. Wilson would say, we are in the bowels of B Ministries. Mm -mm, 193, 193 East Church Street. There's well, more. It's true. You can't go deeper. Yes, you can. Yeah. So but that's where we're, we're at. If we're in the bowels and you can go deeper. That means the deeper place is the buttle. The buttle. The buttle. Y'all know where the butthole wow. of the church is? Uh, nice there. intro. Um, yeah, we are in the... Uh, hey! Blinding <laughs> Yes, we are in the uh, spacious confines of Studio B. B, 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 B. B for bowels. B, B for B Ministries. B for bowels. B for buttle. Uh, how? Yeah, wow. Debbie shows up and all of a sudden we're having all these poop conversations. Can you blame me? Oh, wow. Uh, Wait. I mean, I could, but I don't know that it would do any good. Do what? To blame her. She I said, would. She said, can you blame me? And I, I said, well, I could, but I'm I mentally have been blaming her the entire time, so it's okay. Well said. <laughs> <laughs> That's an evil laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so off air, before we were recording, we were talking about snakes. Um uh, I was not talking about snakes. Yeah, you were starting to talk about snakes. Um, but did you know that a mating... So when snakes go hibernate underground for the winter, they all ball up together in like a giant twisty like yarn ball. And then springtime rolls around. They A, a lot of times, very often, you will find a giant pile of snakes just coming out of wherever they were denned up at. And it's called a mating ball because, you know, they wake up from their hibernation and they come out to mate and they're all already stuck together because of body heat. And so they just, they're mating and there's this giant, enormous ball of snakes. And Wilson came across the picture. Uh, was it new Guinea? Yes. A big giant ball of garter snakes about mm. the size of a Volkswagen beetle. Ew. Thousands wow. of snakes That's and a ball. Just too much. Just, Not happy. just mating it up. Anyhow. I feel well, like I messed up your intro. You did. You, you challenged me that I wouldn't start it off in a musical fashion. I actually challenged you to do the entire thing as a musical. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, and I told you, you wouldn't. I, but I did. But you didn't. But I did. But you didn't. Wow. But I did. Wow. Two words being sung is not a musical. It was more than two. I don't like it when mommy and daddy fight. I'm a <laughs> fight. <laughs> I'm so happy you said fight. <laughs> For a second, I thought I was gonna have to hit. I thought I was gonna have no, to hit you with Wilson's a little bit job. of. I, was gonna, I didn't know we could say those words on here. I whispered. We can't. <laughs> we can't, Wilson. Oh, oh I apologize. Well, All right. If, if anyone was offended by my pseudo whispering, <laughs> your your talented let, whispering let skills. Let me take a moment. I'm deaf. <laughs> Everything's a whisper. Everybody's got excuses. You can't hear how loud you whisper. This no. is this is Will, this is Wilson whispering. Hello, Sydney. <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? You are you are not treat that boy. You that are way. not treat mm -hmm. that boy that way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like mustard and biscuits. Mm -hmm. 
Anyway, Mr. Wilson, if somebody for some weird reason would love to get a hold of us, how would they Probably do so? To send complaints. Well, first thing they should do is find a therapist. <laughs> oh. <laughs> ching ching. I'll give it to you. Okay. Facebook. First name. The blind face. leading. All one word. Last name. The blind. All one word. Talk more into your microphone. If I talk any more into it, I am going to be lipping it. There you go. You want that? No, you don't want That's that. That's too much. No, Find a sweet spot. Uh, At least it's only your lips on that. I don't know who else's lips has been on mine. I don't know. Either. Most people I are like love this. my lips. It's lip, it's lip, it's lip, lip, lip. Lip, 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 lip. I love my lips. <laughs> All right. So Facebook, first name, blind leading, last, last name. name, the blind. If you want to send us an email, the email address is blindpod at gmail.com, B-L-I-N-D-P-O-D at gmail.com, yes. P-O-D. Last day of the rest of your life, man, I just wanted to kiss your mama goodbye. Didn't know it was, uh, but the bullets are fast, and it happened so fast. We are, we are. Wow. The youth of the nation. We are, we are. The youth of the nation. Little um, Susie, she was only 12. She was getting the world with every chance to excel. Hung with the boys and hear the stories they tell. She might act kind of proud, but no respect for herself. uh, She finds love in all the wrong places. The same situations, just differing faces. Changed up her pace since her daddy left her. Didn't know there's... uh, Lost it. Lost it. Hector. That was all muscle memory there. Right. (laughs) 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 Mine is boom. Here comes the boys from the south, right? Boom, here comes the boom. Ready or not. <laughs> How you like, How you me, like now? me now? Set your eyes to I remember getting the CD of the fundamental uh, fundamental elements, elements of, of Southtown. Yes. I remember opening up the jacket sleeve mm-hmm. and sitting on my bed and memorizing the lyrics just listening to them and reading them over mm-hmm. and over and over that was how i would spend the weekends at my mom's house wow i did uh, i did that very same thing but with uh whichever album had bullet the blue sky on it the, the, bullet the blue yeah the um i love you know why i love that song so much because there's a line in that song where uh it mentions uh jacob wrestling the angel mm. it was good um, stuff and man. i was like at that time as a teenager i was really just f- learning about god and all of the like the miraculous Settled. things in oh. the bible like the oh. craziness that went like the book of revelation and like angels and demons and all the crazy stuff of 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 the bible i was just absolutely engrossed in all of that stuff and so to hear a, a band First of all, I had just recently figured out that there was any other Christian music besides Southern Gospel and Bluegrass. Ooh. And so I was just just eating it all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. I loved how subtle they were with how deep their yes. uh, references were. Yes. Yep. Anyway. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, Did you ever get into P.O.D., Wilson? No. No? no. no. When, when was that? Early two thousands. <laughs> he didn't know what planet he was on grade. in the early two thousands. Y two K was when I was in fifth grade. Y two K was when I was in freshman year. That was my freshman year. Uh, I'm happy for both of you. Yep. As a matter of fact, the year two thousand was my freshman year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
99, 2000, because I graduated in 2000. And I turned 43 years before Y2K. You turned 43 years before I, I Y2K. 40, comma, three, three years, years before, before Y2K. Y2K. Thank you for the Stereo. context. Oxford comma. <laughs> Always use go. it. <laughs> Can you, you use incorrect. it in a sentence, please? <laughs> well, as a matter of fact... Onomatopoeia. <laughs> I don't want to pee anymore. Um, I can't make. Never mind. I'm done. What? <laughs> you said pee. Pee is okay. Okay. I say poo. Yeah. Cap, cap. <laughs> you say pee. I say poo. <laughs> a pee. A poo. I say, I say boo. <laughs> <laughs> say boo. What was writing with say boo? Into town in his canoe. All right. That's enough of that. Wow. Um, Come on. Listen. Pete, I apologize. Sorry, Pete. <laughs> this is just my life. Ah, 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 ah. Okay, that you should apologize for. <laughs> okay, Mr. Doppler. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's time for news. Dead report. Ready? Dead me now. Well, since I'm old, I will remember things like this. Have you ever heard of John Brockington? No. Sounds like my guy, though. No, uh, he I would really be. enjoyed the way that you pronounced his name. Brockington? <laughs> Brockington. Lord Brockington. <laughs> I now present to you Lord Brockington. Bro- Brockington. What? Brockleyton. Brockleytown? Brock. <laughs> Oh, take me to never mind. Oh. <laughs> Broccoli too. I feel, why has VeggieTales never done that? Won't you take me to Broccoli too? Copyright. Copyright. Won't Copyright. you take me to Listen, they want to do a musical this summer. I see. <laughs> this one is being number two. Okay. Broccoli like Town number Broccoli. two musical like for B Youth. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> Give me something to do in the middle of the night. Wilson's going to be sitting at home rewriting old P-Funk songs. Please. <laughs> already happening up Please. here. The brain is already on fire. John Brockington, member of the Ohio State National Championship team in 1968. Oh, oh was your neck still popping? Oh, yeah. He went to the Cracker Anyway, he's dead now. He played for the Packers five years back when they were fullbacks. Crack-a-practor? Is that the guy on the back corner of the alley? No, it's crack-a-practor. The chiropractor cracks your back. I mean, there's plenty of crack out there. I don't, I don't, no. No? No. 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 Okay. I don't have any cracks. Don't look at me. Even in my day, there were rules about things, and that was bad. Crack Crack. Crack was bad. Crack is whack, actually. Okay, whatever you kids say. You know what else? <laughs> you know what else is whack? It's only those dirty drug addicts sin. and stuff like that. Sin is whack. Sin is whack. The sin is whack mixtape. Sin is whack. So, Andy Minio, Christian rapper, used to be called Sea Light. Back in the day when he was in college, one of his first like album albums that he put out was the Sin is Whack mixtape. That was his whole thing. He was pushing was the Sin is Whack. I'll be. Boys still out there getting it. I For saw sure. Him. Last summer? For sure. Something like that? He's still doing it. Doing cool. his thing. Cool. Anyway. That's Lord it. Lord Brockington? That's it? God rest his he soul. Did. 
fullback. Dude, your dead reports have really been lacking recently. Well, look, you want me to go kill somebody just so we can, you know? No, I feel like you just need maybe possibly look a little harder. I, I'd actually. I mean, look, I mean, California is about to fall off the map well, as it stands. Well, so I, would, I got caught up in the um, petro currency this week, so that's where I was. Mm-hmm. People, yeah. Hey, if they don't die, I can't tell them. What was that song? The the high cost of living ain't nothing like the cost of living high. <laughs> I'm not familiar. It's an old country song, probably mm-hmm. Waylon Jennings or somewhere in that vein. Mm-hmm. One of the albums. It says, uh, but, but yeah, the song says the the high cost of living ain't nothing like the cost of living high. For some reason, it sounds like Chris Christopherson to me. Yeah, or David Allen Coe. Mentioning Oxford, Oxford scholar, Chris Christopherson. Mm-hmm. For sure. Great story. Anyway, uh, that's it for the dead report. That's it. Wow. All right. On to news. Debbie, do you have any news? I got nothing. mm -hmm. No news? Nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll do local news. Do it. The B Youth are presenting a musical uh, will be performing late summer. It's very exciting. It's their first full-fledged youth musical. The children have done a musical before, but it's very exciting. I'm very much looking forward to it. Sweet. Are you are you too familiar with the music in this song? Nope. No. Seriously? I, I, I know that there is a musical. I don't know what's happening. That's what Have I you know. seen it? No. I, all I know is that there is to be a musical. I know nothing of it. Saddle up your horses. Is it? Is it? Got a trail to blaze. Is it all Stephen Curtis Chapman? No. Okay. What is it? Baby, baby. Amy Grant. <laughs> There's a it's big, big house. Yeah. Audio A. Got it. <laughs> is Pizza Terra coming for this, or what? What are we doing? You got any Big Tent Revival in there? <laughs> I. Okay. So I I'm confused. Is this a musical it. that already exists? Yes. And we're doing a rendition. What, what is the name of the musical? Um, okay. It is uh, a Netflix original um, musical. Oh. It is called A Week Away. Yeah, and it yeah, is yeah. About the camp a one. Christian summer camp. Yeah, 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 yeah. And actually, Stephen Curtis Chapman. And Amy Grant appear in it. Yes. They do cameos. Yeah, my kids told me about yes. that. Yes. Yeah. So. I haven't seen it. It is. But I heard it enough played in my house so, to make my eye twitch that I'm pretty sure that I know what you're talking it's about. It's my childhood. I get it. Going to church yeah, camp and too. those songs and it just. Mm-hmm, for sure. I get it. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. Oh, the nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah, boy. Um. Cool. Right on. Oh, I'm diving in. Yeah. That's another one. Yep. No? For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. That one got you? Mm-mm. Oh. Mm-mm. <laughs> uh, sweet. my head, I'm going deep. The river, deep. The river, one. The river, one. So, that's kind of how I feel when you talk, Wilson. <laughs> like, what is this guy talking about? I know, I know. I just turn about's fair play. 
Just the more we share. Did you just say turn a double play? Turn about's fair play? I'm hoping for one this year. <laughs> uh, all right. News? Sports news. Sports news. Reds won their first series, beat the Pirates. Two to one. Two games to one. Any Jackets news? We don't talk about them right now. No. <laughs> I've stopped talking about them months ago. Just move on. Are we cruising into that number one pick? Um, Just move on. I think my Braves have two or three. I don't know. I I kind of haven't been looking as yeah, hard. I think as you well. got at least two wins. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So um, that's good because in the preseason they were garbage. Yeah. They were trying stuff out. They were um, find a, trying to find a replacement shortstop. <laughs> you ain't playing, bud. <laughs> uh, all right, regular news. Uh, regular news. Uh, I just uh, sort of mentioned this earlier, but pay attention to um, petro currency. Uh, it's about to go south. Are you talking about the price of gas? No. When you say I'm petro? Ta- I'm talking about the currency that has been pegged to petroleum worldwide for decades. I don't As, know what that means. Okay, if you want to buy oil, uh-huh. you have to convert your money, wherever country you're from, you have to convert it into dollars and then purchase it with dollars. Okay? Okay. Uh, that is going to change probably in the next year, the way I'm looking at it. Um, that if you want to buy oil, you have to change your currency into yuans, Chinese yuans. Mm-hmm. And that will be the only way you can purchase oil. Hmm. And on a national, international level. Mm-hmm. This is very, very, very serious. Oh, yeah. Our dollar is about to crash. So just be prepared. Be aware. For know sure. what's going on. Make sure y'all got a lot of Vini weenies laying around. Mm-hmm. Vivek Ramaswamy. Mm-hmm. I like that guy. Vita Vita Vegemin? No, Vivek Ramaswamy is a feller from Columbus, Ohio, running mm-hmm. for president. Actually, from Cincinnati, but he lives in Columbus. Um, he announced his candidacy. He's going to be running for president. He is uh, of some sort of. He was born here, but his parents, I think, came from India. Um, he's a biotech guy, and then kind of walked away from that to start poking around in governmental things. And wrote a couple of books, one of them being called "Woke Incorporated." Um, started stirring the pot and corporate wokeness and all that stuff. But he, uh, from the stuff that he's saying, sounds pretty good. I'm okay so far. Yep. With him. Yeah. Interesting. I got a news. So y'all know about woolly mammoths, right? Mm-hmm. All right. No, what are those? <laughs> uh, hang out at Walmart at about 1130 at night. On the first. You'll see him. Um. No, nah, so so woolly mammoths. Uh, y'all ever seen the movies where people start poking around? Oh, I don't know, like Jurassic Park, yep. where people start trying to bring stuff back from the dead that have been distinct, extinct for a long time. Distinct, mm-hmm. yes. Yes, distinctly extinct. Mm-hmm. Yes, for a long time, and they start trying to bring it back. Well, that's mm-hmm. kind of what they're doing with woolly mammoths now. They So far, they have made a giant meatball from lab-grown mammoth genes. Are you the one messing up my Facebook ads? No. Because that definitely came up somewhere. Oh, it's... Quit talking around my phone. It's on the news. Quit talking around my phone. (laughs) Well, see, that's part of the issue is things like your phone listening and things like 
people messing around with DNA and labs and trying to play God and grow stuff. Right. I'm telling you, I was talking to a guy uh, not just a couple of days ago, and I was like, you know, everybody wants to sit around and talk about the zombie apocalypse being a thing. And it's like, no, you, what you don't understand is that robots are going to be the thing. Like, right now, there is a government, like, there's people raising a ruckus in government right now, talking to all these tech companies, being like, y'all need to slow your roll on this AI development stuff, because you have no idea what you're playing with here. Like, Elon Musk does, like, has a prototype sitting there that he's already brought, like, to market, quote-unquote. But he actually said, I stopped at a certain point, because... The rest of y'all need to understand what you're about to do. If you teach something, if you give something that's way smarter than any human the ability to make decisions, you don't come back from that. Like, because all it's doing is learning all the time. And so if it decides it wants to start doing something, ain't nobody on this planet smart enough to fix it <laughs> or to stop it. Mm -hmm. So y'all need to be real careful with what you're doing. <laughs> Well, at least somebody understands that. Yeah, and like that, the, the, I likened it like the movie I Robot. He was, <laughs> he was actually like, that's actually not too far off from what's actually possible right now in my lab. Like, I literally stopped before you step over the cusp of it because that's real scary. Like, you give a robot the ability to like something, a, a machine, a computer that's a. a they call it an adaptive network. That's where it originally started in the 80s and late 70s, early 80s is an adaptive network. The ability for a conglomerate of computers to learn together. And now we're at a point where our phones listen to us and offer you what you want to see based on what it hears. Well, not just your phone, but sure, things everything. that are connected to your phone. Everything. Yeah, for sure. TV. Yeah, and, and my recent career change has opened my eyes a lot to that. Like, the amount of things that I see, like, technology-wise, is kind of nuts. Like, the fact that my boss can sit in his house and access every network in every house that we've set up anytime he wants. And it's like, that's really kind of crazy. And I know that's nothing new. People have been able to do that for a long time. But for me to be on the other end of it, it's like it's like walking behind the curtain in Wizard of Oz and you're like, all of a sudden you're like, holy cow. Like, are you kidding me? It's like, real. Like, I want to go back to burning oil lamps at this point. Mm -hmm. Like, it's scary. Scary, scary, scary. But anyway, yeah, they're, uh, they're trying to grow woolly mammoths in labs. So Jurassic Park's probably not that far off. My wife's real excited about it. She would have probably a pet velociraptor. Oh, for sure. 100%. Remind me when we're done recording to have a conversation with you about that. About because, dinosaurs? Yes. About my wife and dinosaurs. Okay. okay. Hey, here's some news. Some sports news. Uh, Reagan got second in discus at her meet today. Congratulations. And we think second in shot, everything's not officially tallied and totaled, and third or fourth in her race. Outstanding. What's she running? I have no idea. I don't know. Her track is so complicated to me. Yeah, I don't, I don't I, do track. 
I know it's not that complicated, but there's just so much. The only thing worse than a track meet is a swim meet. <laughs> I would imagine a golf match would probably be No, worse. that's interesting. Compared to track? Yes. Oh. I need my dot to me. Sure. But I'm old and, you know. Were you a swimmer, Wilson? No. 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 Were you was, a swimmer, Chris? He was on the, no. Uh, he, was a, he was on the rifle team for his school, though. No, no, it wasn't school. School? College? For Battelle Memorial Institute. They had a rifle team. <laughs> Old dad got you in, huh? You betcha. Did their bullets glow in the dark? <laughs> <laughs> no, but some of the kids did. <laughs> L- little backstory, because you don't know. Wilson's dad played around with plutonium and stuff like that. Uh, he, your dad was a... Well, he's a chemical engineer. Chemical That's engineer. call it. But yeah. and, and his dad's work boots <clears throat> like his, glowed in the dark. Like Glued? The, glowed. They glued in the dark? Yeah, they glued in the dark. Um, and they had, in their basement, they had... Oh, no. Dining room. In the dining room? He would have this one pair of shoes that he would wear to the hot site. Out at a West, hot site being... At West Jefferson, uh, where there was hot plutonium that uh, they would... A nuclear were, or radioactive site that was active. And the rule was that when Dad came home from West Jeff, he would take those shoes and he'd put them in the corner... Um, kitchen by the kitchen door at the dining room and i was not allowed to play with those shoes no matter how much they glued <laughs> i'd never saw them glow but I, I thought you said they did i don't think i glow in the dark as a result of that <laughs> no the, the shoes didn't glow but can you imagine the amount of radiation radi- coming off yeah, of those boots? yeah for sure oh okay. but but you said That's why it, they stayed in the kitchen but you told me room. Oh, <laughs> but you told me, yeah, where all the food is. Um, but you told me in your basement, you had a container that had something in it. Yes. What was that something? Deuterium oxide, also known as heavy, heavy water. water. It is a solvent beyond all belief. This is what they use to help cool rods. Your brother would understand that. Your brother would know a lot about that. Yeah, he would know him. Which brother? The, the Navy brother. Okay. Yeah. The guy who worked for a nuclear power plant. Yeah. He would understand that heavy water is used to cool down uh, plutonium rods, right? Right. Nuclear rods. Listen, with them Kelly boys, you don't... You, that's well, Randy probably knows that, too, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would not. I would he, not he, he's smart enough to know oh, yeah. that. Yeah. I like him. Randy's what I call... They're all weird. Randy's what I call creepy smart. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's every bit as... He has as, social as, cues. He has every bit of so. academic smartness that the rest of the men in your family have. But he also, fortunately, has a social side, yeah. whereas the other ones don't. <laughs> it's weird. It is weird. It's weird. Um, all right. News. That, that's my news. Meatball. That's, yeah, Mammoth we, meatball in the I, lab. I'm out with news on that. That's, that's about the all news right. I've got. Cool. Fun facts. Just. Trucking right along tonight. Got to. You, you, you complained last you, time about boy, how long it took to get through stuff. Wow. So we're. Wow. So I'm endeavoring to keep wow. the train moving so we keep Debbie happy. We are a wow. common. Wow. One more time. Wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. Wait, Wally. Wow. Wow. Oh, I did not like that movie. Wally. Stupid, stupid that is a movie. prophetic movie. Okay, whatever. I was not a fan of it. I don't know if it made that much money or not. No, what I'm saying is that's where we're headed. 
Could be. That's what it's going to be. Could be. Just fat people rolling around on hover chairs. Oh, we're unable to there. function. Oh, well, almost. Walmart. Yes. One o'clock in the morning, <laughs> next to the Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, all right. <sighs> yeah, see, you got to get in on it, Debbie. It really does you make you do feel better. Size. It really does make you feel better when you just go, oh, coming out of a laugh, and you just let it die down. Just, oh. <laughs> and then you got it. <laughs> the old knee slapper. All right, Wilson, hit me with a fun fact. Now, I, the one I've got several, but I'm just going to go for one because this falls under the aliens and giants. Yes, stuff. I love aliens. Likes. Aliens and giants. Serpent Mound. Yes, Ohio. Yes, a skeleton was unearthed. Yes, and while it did not have any le- any skeleton parts below its knees, <laughs> they extrapolate. Mm-hmm. Are, we, are we boring you? You're putting Debbie to sleep. Wow. They extrapolate that this, this skeleton was, a, was an individual about seven feet tall. Yes. Um, that led me to do a little more digging. And most of the Adena mounds across the U.S., Missouri, Indiana, Iowa, other places, all of them it seemed to have contained skeletons of very, very giant type people up to eight feet tall. And I was just wondering... Because I thought of you as soon as I saw this, Mr. Warden. I don't know why. Is that if you were tall, you were weird, so you were a shaman? Evidently, I don't know. There's no answer to that. But I just, I am intrigued by this race of giants thing. It, the Nephilim. Mm-hmm. My, my, my daughter actually just asked me a question about that because her and her friends at school were having a discussion about that. Yeah. And she was like, what was it that, that, where, where the Bible says that the sons of God and the angels and the, they made babies and they were giant? And they said, she said they were something. And I said, no, they weren't. They were giants. And she was like, oh, yeah, that's right. And I was like, uh-huh. refer back to your book. Um, the answer to your question is yes. Most archaeologists believe that Weird people had special jobs. Sort of, yeah. The the most archaeologists um, believe that uh, yes, if there was a person above a certain height in your born in your community, uh, that person was most likely a very special person. Right. Um, also, a lot of it had to do with uh, astrological signs mm-hmm. that were happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. If someone was born, like for instance, Tecumseh. Everybody's heard about Tecumseh yes. in Ohio, right? Um, his name literally means panther in the sky because he was born when Halley's Comet was going over when he was born. And so that, that's, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. Yeah. It, interestingly enough, on the yes. way here, on the drive here, I was listening to a podcast where someone was uh, talking about uh, Paleo-Neolithic um, points and, and, yeah. and stuff like that, Clovis settlements and, right. and whatnot. Right. So. Very cool. You know about Clovis stuff? Nope. A Clovis is a certain shape of arrowhead. It was one of the first uh, designs of arrowhead that were discovered by archaeologists in North America. And they found it in Alaska, northern Alaska, in the Arctic. And then they said, well, this can't be possibly the first one that that there is. 
So they started discovering things, and you can literally follow these people in their archaeologic settlements from Alaska all the way down to the Yukon, down through the United States, all the way down. And like their travel patterns because of what they left behind. This exact same encampments over and over and over again. That's interesting. Pretty cool. That's how people find where I am in the building. Yep. Look for Clovis points. Follow the candy wrappers. <laughs> that being said, if you ever find a banded Clovis arrowhead, uh, you about to be rich. Yeah. I'll keep my eyes peeled. Mm-hmm. You ever seen a rock that has wavy striations in it that look like uh, like color changes, but it looks like waves through the rock? She's I'm not a rock her person. But like out at camp or something, you ever see a rock that has like wavy lines in it? That's called banding, right? Okay. So if you find an arrowhead that has that banding in it, it's going to be very, very, very expensive. Valuable. That's what I meant. Impotent. I'm not. I'm, it's just not my thing. I, I don't pick no, up rocks okay. and look no. at them. Yeah, n- Nature isn't your thing. I get it. It's not that nature isn't my thing. I mean. It's that dorky nature isn't my thing. Wow. Deb, we really appreciate you coming in tonight. You guys invited me back. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you. Now, and these, see, I'm and these just kidding. The, it's not really dorky. It just really isn't something that. That is a banded Clovis. Cool. Clovis being the shape of that arrowhead. Okay. And the way that it was napped, which makes that shape, which is really cool. I nap in a shape the, the, as well. The way the, and then the, there you add puppies to the shape, and then it becomes a solid slinky, shape slinky, for a nap. Fun, it's a wonderful toy. It's slinky, it's slinky, it's fun for a girl and a boy, especially when you throw it down the stairs. If you throw my dog... <laughs> well, he would die. He's old and frail. I do remember at one point out at the farm, we were all playing football. And then the ball went up the sidelines, and I went and scooped up Slinky and went, ball, 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 ball. I got it, guys. The look on Debbie's face was absolute death. He gently put Slinky back down where it was, and we went off and played football. Slinky and I have an inside joke. He's my one true love. This is a little terrifying. He gets me. You suck at whispering. (laughs) Just stop. Just stop. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Debbie, do you have any news or fun facts? Anything? You already said news. You already said news. Do you have fun facts? No, thank you. We can all mess with the microphones, Chris. But not all of us can do it unintentionally. That's true. <laughs> you have to, t- on purpose, do it. See, I just did it accidentally right there. Yeah, because I have spatial recognition. We covered that in the last episode. Are we it's, back to talking about aliens again? It's called depth perception. <laughs> oh, gosh. I love you so much, sister. <laughs> All right, look, we're done with... What's our time on this? I don't care. We're done with fun facts. All right. 
Let's get down to nitty gritty. Somebody was supposed to make a note where we were left off last time. Last time? Last time. <laughs> last time. <laughs> where we were left off last time. Um, we be talking about things. Well, what are you doing? Let me tell. No, whoa! Now no, see, no, no, you're breaking rules. No, no, no. You're breaking do podcast rules. No, no, no. We, we don't, don't do have chips. that. Uh-uh. We, we don't, don't crinkle. No. Crackle. We don't crinkle mm-hmm. in the microphone. How do I Deborah. be? <laughs> How do I be free and without bondage, without being reckless in my emotions? I'm gonna get reckless. You know, for as much as I do, and as much as goes on in here that's really annoying, I think that is the ultimate. You still suck at whispering. I know. <laughs> that's kind of I fun that way. I can't hear you over my crunching, so that's you're so fine. Just crunch away. One more. <laughs> anyway, that's all the time we have for tonight, wow. folks. <clears throat> Punch it out. <laughs> what was that song? I don't know. Whatever stop song, stock song came on this device. Did you say stop song? Stop song. song. Stop it, I was Teddy. trying to say stock song, but I said stop song. That's the stop. The song of the stock? I don't know. It's like a stock sign. Stock sign. <laughs> it's a Getty image? Yes. That. Sure. Like, like George Washington. Going deep, rolling in the deep. <laughs> I'm gonna hit it all. <laughs> rolling in the deep. I feel like none of us are actually focused on what uh, we're not here even to do. a little bit. I'm all over the place. But now we're to the point where we can talk about a topic. So we should get probably get focused. Focus. Okay. So how do you read your read your thing? The notes you made again. Okay. Because she um, wasn't listening. She was eating popcorn. We were talking about emotions last week. I didn't know if you knew that or not. Did I need to write that down too? And emotional we damn. <laughs> <laughs> did you have any complaints about last week? No, actually, we did get a. I I, I yeah. received several messages yes. and or emails that, um, as of late, your episode included, um, that there have been a couple of things that have happened where people were really blessed by the the episodes, and it and it makes me happy to know that hashtag in, in all of our, <laughs> in all of our ridiculousness, um, one of the things that I was messaged I saw was, um. what was it hold on that, I don't that, know. that we have that we are a person said that they were thankful that um they find they have a podcast of people who are like-minded and who are not afraid to discuss their failures in a past right. what are you doing i just saw something that i've never seen before in my life what <laughs> what <laughs> Should I, should I speak nope. it I, I don't know what happened. We have no video, so. What happened? happen. Your word against mine? Is yep. that what you're saying? Yep. What yep. happened? Yep. Do I got a booger in my face? No. What happened? Wilson just 
spit into his hand. I did not. I let it come part way out and I sucked it back up. <laughs> wow. Anyway, yeah, there have been several people that said that uh, they were blessed by the podcast recently, so I'm happy Great, about that. because I don't know what we're doing over here. Right. <laughs> well, what's interesting is somebody had said they had a particularly bad day, and that... And then they it, turned this on? And then they turned this on. I th- God I don't, love them? I don't know which came first, the bad day or the podcast, but um, that it was, it could be, but that they were... It was good to hear people just being real. That and, was the comment and, that and was I think like last week was for, for real people, particularly real. Yeah. So real as it gets. Emotional damage. A mind is a terrible thing. It must be stopped in our lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So look, people. We 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 were talking hardcore last time about getting free. Yes. Right. And and, and not being about, all uptight with your emotions. Right. So how do you keep that? The question that we left off on, because we didn't need to go into another two hours, um, was how do you stop that from... How do you not be reckless? Ex- have all of your emotions and express and experience can, can lead people to be completely reckless. Yeah, you can get reckless with your emotions. Right. Particularly in relationship to other people. Sure. But that's where we were kind of headed. And then Dad and said, And I said, we had that's a two second answer. And you guys said, No, it's not. No, it's not. Because you're going to give the two second answer and then it's going to spur a whole bunch of little branches off of it. What is the two second answer? Well, the question that was posed was. Uh, I forget your phrasing, but it was basically a yes or no question. Like, can you not be in bondage, but also not be reckless? What is it? Did did we talk about about being in bondage to your emotions? Did we do that last week? Because yeah. I was doing a bunch of stuff in the week since. So yeah. Oh, you've been digging. Yeah, this and other stuff. Okay. I have multiple thoughts. <laughs> Do they talk to each other? All the time. Um, yeah, so we talked about how... What happens is that when you uh, don't... When you hold back on your emotions mm-hmm. and you govern them, that that puts you in bondage. And when you allow um outside influences that aren't god tell you what to do with your emotions or influence uh whether or not your emotions are right or wrong they decide and determine that those things uh lead you to bondage and like saying your emotions don't matter that leaves a gray area where people assume that they should not have emotions. Well, not having emotions is like saying that God made you wrong. Sure, you're denying a, a intentional part of you that God designed for a reason. Yeah. What is the reason for emotions? What is the purpose? 
Rock, paper, scissors. Debbie. Dang it. <laughs> I was the only one playing and I still have to answer? Yep. You lost. The reason for emotions are to give to Jesus. To give them back. Hi, can you guys be a part of the same conversation I'm in we instead are. of having We are. Own? You don't understand. I'm, There's 15 I'm, things going on and we're in all of them. <laughs> More than one thing can happen at once, Deb. Words can mean more than one. Okay. Yes. So. <laughs> she, she yelled at us. She did. It's Go not on. the first time. Go ahead on. Go ahead on. Go ahead on. You asked what the purpose of emotions are. Yeah, Why what's did the God purpose? give us emotions? Right. I would say that as. I mean, if you really want to go back to the beginning, um, in the garden, mm-hmm. how could you create a being to have free will, but want them to be with you and there not be any emotions involved? If somebody, if somebody is uh, kidnapped... Uh-huh. And forced into a relationship, that person doesn't really love you. They need free will and emotions to put towards you. Mm-hmm. So my, I would say that if we're made as triune beings, uh, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and what, what are we? We're mind, will, and emotions. Yeah, I always mess it up. Mind, will, and emotions. Um, then you have to have those emotions to give back to God. Yeah, you, your spirit would be mind, will, and emotions, I think, right? That's what I always mess up. Yeah. I, well, I mix it up. You have to kind of just decide, is your spirit going to be in communication with the Holy Spirit, or is that going to be the way you talk about it? Or is your soul your life force? You know what? Is that where you're going? Is that where you're talking about? Mm. Body, soul, Body, spirit. Body, soul, and spirit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just thought, I land on spirit, because there's Holy Spirit, and it's easier to talk about. Yeah, but the way I look at it is you have body, right? That's the cage. Mm-hmm. Then the life force, the battery power, soul, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then the actual mind, will, and emotions part, the spirit, mm-hmm. is, yeah. And really, if you look at God in operationally, the mere, like since everything about us is a reflection of that, right? We were made in his image and everybody's like, oh, well, then, you know, thinking about your body. That's not what he's talking about. All of you is made in his image, right? So that emotional part of you is in his image, right? Like he has emotions. He's creative. He's creative. He has emotions. He's an emotional being, mm-hmm. right? Read your Bible. Like he, he shows his emotions in the Bible. Right. He's, he, t- he says, me, I'm God, and I'm angry. <laughs> me. <laughs> I'm God, and I love you. Uh-huh. Right? Me, I'm God, and it hurts me when you do this. Right? Uh-huh. It, the I Bible like talks God about God became a caveman. <laughs> <laughs> me, God, me, angry. Uh, no. So, like, when it talks about grieving the Holy Spirit, right? Like God talks about, like we like we have the ability to make him sad, mm-hmm. right? He also can have joy and happiness in coming together with his people, right? 
Um, so back to the original question, what is the purpose of emotions? I think what you're trying to say is that in order to have intimacy in a relationship on any level, there has to be emotions like interestingly enough, because you were saying that in the beginning, talking about if you're going to make somebody and have the relationship with you, if you just force someone into a relationship, they don't love you. They're just trying to survive. Right. As opposed to if you give them the option to not to and And they still come and love you. And the capability. Right. You need the emotions for the capability to have that choice. Right. Right. Because you got to know what to do with those capabilities. Yeah. To that point and the other one you were made a minute ago, sociopathic people do not have the ability to have that intimate type of relationship. They are, all of their relationships are on that I kidnap you, you do what I say level. Right? And so, as an incredibly astute observation of you, Debbie. What did I say? It's way deeper than you know. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> okay, so are you aware? You're talking about the, uh, the emotions and the choice and all of that. Right, so are you aware about, like, do you legitimately know what a sociopathic person is? I do, actually. Okay, I thought yeah. so. I thought so. Right. I've, I've done some research. <laughs> like, is this person really a sociopath? <laughs> right. What are the qualifications? <laughs> right. So it, it, those type of people don't have that intimacy, emotional thing. It's all because, because it's all about you. It's all about what you get out of it. Contrasted with God makes man in his own image. And we have the choice to walk away or not. And then we still choose to love. Like it makes it so much bigger. Whereas if he just said, you have to be mine, right? It's a big deal, right? Even before sin was there. Big deal. That's how it was. Sure. Yeah. We just had synchronized burps. Yeah. Woo! That's how you know. That's how you know it's, it's, it's from God, right there. Yeah, I always thought it was glitter falling from the ceiling. No, no, wonder, no. yeah, that's no. just dust off the ceiling tiles. <laughs> we talked about that last episode too. Um, Do you guys ever go back and listen to your episodes? Everyone, mm-hmm. I listen. I re-listen to every single one. I'm just like to apologize for everyone that has to hear my voice. It is the most annoying thing I've ever heard. No, it's no, 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 no. no. Um, so. The reason I go back and listen to them is because I've, I, yes, we're here in the conversation, but we're moving as we're going through. So I like to go back and listen and try and remember things that I didn't catch as we were going through. Sure. So stuff that didn't sure. stick. Well, and a lot of times people will ask a question. <laughs> I have no. Well, we talked about that. Uh, that's rewind. Not, that's not a, yeah. Wilson yeah. said what? Wait, yeah. did we yeah, really exactly. say that in the pocket? Yeah. Um, all right. So this whole idea of. Okay, so we talked about people want to shut off their emotions because people say, well, the emotions are bad. You can't trust them, which is true. You can't trust your emotions. They are not truth. They're not the same. 
They are descriptors of truth. Is that fair to say? Keep talking because you're about, yeah. Right? Because it's a, the really simple analogy we use all the time around here is that, you know, the coloring page picture, right? That, you know, but emotions describe things. Right. They're like adjectives in sentences. Mm-hmm. It doesn't change what's happening in the sentence. <clears throat> the puppy is purple. <laughs> right. Purple being the emotional, right? The truth is puppy. that there is a puppy. The truth might be that it's purple. But if the next sentence says the puppy is black, does that mean that the truth changed? Whoa! Why did it... Uh, I can't follow that. <laughs> Why would the next sentence say it's black? In the coloring page example, if today the barn is red and the grass is green and the sky is blue and the fence is brown like it's supposed to be, then tomorrow the barn is yellow and the, and, and the grass is purple and the sky is pink does that according change according to who the analogy according to your analogy no according mike's to analogy my analogy <laughs> no mike the sky is going to be purple and the barn's going to be pink and the grass is going to be sparkles true but if it changes at any point in there it doesn't change the fact that it's still a picture of a barn and the fence and whatever else is in your picture right and the how truth. your emotions about the truth are different from my emotions about the truth true but the truth doesn't change. The descriptors... No matter who's looking at it. That's where I'm trying to go. <laughs> the descriptors that describe what's happening can change all day long. Does not change the truth. Your perception of the truth may get skewed because you're having to look past your emotions or through your emotions. Fair enough? No, I think that. No, I agree. No, I agree. You're, no, I agree. <laughs> Freud was right. <laughs> Your emotions, in large measure, in most cases, are a measure of your engagement in the truth. If the barn was red, okay, and now the barn is purple, does that cause emotions, or do you not even care what color the barn is? You will just go about what you are going to do. Our emotions are directly connected to our engagement in any particular situation. Anybody who's been in a relationship knows that the same fact set can happen and one person has huge emotions about it and the other person can have almost none. Right. Okay. Yep. So if we're using our emotions to gauge truth, then we've got a problem. Right, because the colors are constantly changing. Right. If my engagement is with the truth and not with the emotion about the truth... Now I've got something to hang on to that's real that can help 
me understand my emotions. Or help you weather them. Or weather them. Yeah, that's, yeah. Sure. Because, I mean, we all know sometimes your emotions aren't just descriptors and they're not just colors on today's page, right? They are uh, a tornado that's wrecking everything. They can be indicators. And sometimes um, you just have to grab a hold of something solid and hang on until they pass, right? Right. Right. Um, That's a real thing, right? And so... All of that to say that that the thing you hold on to in that has to be the truth, like mm-hmm. God, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The truth uh, to be to sound really repugnantly religious. Um, the truth of the Word of God. Well, the. Yes, I agree that does sound religious, but in but complete <laughs> honesty, it is the only thing that never changes. The word of God is the only thing that never changes. And even if it is different variations of translations of the Bible, okay, the truth in it never changes. Yep. And the spirit of the Lord will tell you what that truth is yes. throughout all of it. That's where we're headed next. And I was just trying to find a not so religious way to say that. Mm-hmm. It's just Jesus. I'm jaded. Um, anyway. Uh, yes. Yes. You know what I think is crazy? I might throw you for a loop here before you get to where you need to go. But this is where my Kelly jeans show and I apologize. (laughs) Who says that those emotions are wrong? They can be uncomfortable, but we're the determiner in that factor. Hold on, back up, hold on, slow down. Slow down, sis. You're going too fast. Slow down. Back no up. one has ever told me. <laughs> <laughs> back, back up. Beep, 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 beep. Back up. All right. So, you said, who says those emotions are wrong? Right? That we should stop having them because... Sorry, go on. You pause too long. <laughs> I have to figure out how to say what I got to say. Otherwise, I'll just redneck it out. Um That's hilarious. Um, You're pausing too much. It's incredibly. I'm entertaining myself. Just go ahead on with it. Thank you. Um, The Holy Spirit is the one who says, right? Should be the one who says whether it's time to disengage those emotions or we cannot be the ones to make those make that call just especially just because it's uncomfortable the emotions are uncomfortable yeah what you're going through and the emotions are uncomfortable yes because going back to scripture again right your heart is deceitful above all things who could know it right can't trust it can't trust 
our heart and mind will trick us, will deceive us. And so if you start making decisions based on whatever set of glasses you're looking through today, it's bad. It's, it's bad news bears for everybody mm-hmm. because the, the moment they change, now you have to do something different based on what changed. Oh my gosh! Could you imagine living your life that way? Uh, yeah, that'd yeah. be miserable. Yeah, I, yes. I, I I know pretty well, good and well, what that yeah. looks like. Yeah. yeah, I would explode my life every couple hours <laughs> at the most. Hi, <laughs> hi, how are you? <laughs> Yeah, I, like I haven't, and, yeah. I haven't eaten, so I'm going to quit my job and grab up Slinky and I disappear. Like, hi, I'm Chris. Have you ever met me? And you did that. <laughs> That's why I'm breathe. You have to breathe. Well, that wasn't because I hadn't eaten. No, I know. But it was other emotions, right? To, and, and to make <laughs> to make your point right, um, things like the reason that that you can't put trust in those things is because dumb things like you haven't eaten can affect those emotions. Dumb things like oh I don't know the barometric pressure in the atmosphere can affect those things. Um, mm-hmm. How much of a certain nutrient you have or too much of in your body can did affect that. Did you sleep that. last night? How much sleep did you get? Are you well rested? Do you have pain in your body? It, you know what Are I mean? Are you withdrawing off something? Right. Caffeine. Sure. Alcohol. Drugs. Permanent markers. Um, Want to take a hit? <laughs> Bad Chris. I brought enough for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> The, uh, the joke markers. was that this here uh, Milwaukee Inksall Fine Point 48 to 22 3100 marker smells pretty good. But it's not the same as the old days. They don't make them like they used to. They don't make to. them like they used to. Um, so, Do tr- you have emotions about that? No, not at all. I was making jokes. Um, so, our emotions are affected by outside factors. And a lot of them, those outside factors are affected by things, right? So it's like the shifting sands in the desert, whatever way the wind blows, creates a new pathway. And that's why people die in the desert, because they get lost and trapped and everything looks the same. Or everything looks different every two seconds. Very much the same when you're lost in your emotions and you're trying to trust and follow your emotions. Everything's constantly changing, and so you never know which way to go. And you end up lost. Mm-hmm. Ergo, you need a solid thing to hold on to that never moves. No matter how much everything else moves, that never moves. Mm-hmm. Because it's always the point of reference. Mm-hmm. Right? True north. I'm with you. Right on. I dig it. Nature. I love it. I love you have no idea how much that just hit my heart, Debbie. I was a Girl Scout like for that, many years. Like that really made me smile hardcore. I appreciate that so much. I shot my fair share of pop cans with BB guns at camp. True story. I can build and a fire. And you've shot real guns. Can you? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I can build a fire. Girl Scouts only one that builds fires are the girls. We don't wait around for no boys to come and build our fire. Because they're not there. That'll preach. Um, I love every year at camp, it never fails. Every year, the men want to build the fire. Mm-hmm. Angie and I will sit back and just watch like, 
What do you think is going to happen this time, Angie? <laughs> Same thing that always <laughs> happens. I mean, the men struggle, 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 struggle to get this fire started. And Angie and I Time are just out. sitting there going. Time out. Pause. Pause on your story. Okay. I got to do this. It has to be a thing. We are going to explode if we don't. You know um, what okay. I, I said, what I I'll, said. I'll, I'll be Debbie. You can be Angie. Okay. Ready? What do you think's going to happen tonight, Debbie? Just, Angie? Just like every night, we're going to take over the world. Wait, am I pinky or am I the brain? You're pinky. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I do not and, want to And be Angie the brain. is the same thing that happens every camp, Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> we will have to make the fire. We have paid for fake contracts. Anyway, um, all right, listen. Okay. Off track. <laughs> He's in spin off cycle. Track, Are you way off track, track now? Um, I'm still like. Are you really shaking my head about these? Okay, so anyway, yeah, Wilson, you haven't talked much. What you got to say? Wow, everybody's staring at me now. So the whole point of this was: Are emotions real? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. for sure, absolutely. Are there, are emotions? Godly. 100%. Okay. Do we recklessly use, as human beings, do we recklessly use emotions in our interactions with other people? Non-stop. Not just with other people, but with ourselves. Right. Do we, I figured that was the easiest one to get a hold of because the next one is, do we recklessly use our emotions in dealing with ourselves? Well, of course we do. Do we recklessly use our emotions with God? Do we take the emotions that he gave, him, gave us, swallow them down, twist them around, and then use them to try to manipulate ourselves, other people, and God? I think that's where the reckless. I think it definitely happens. The reckless part comes in. Um, I want. I want to go back to this too because emotions are controlled by the degree of engagement in that relationship. Engagement with the emotions or engagement with no, the person. Engagement with the person. Okay. If your level of engagement with a person reaches the level where there can be emotions flying around. And it still does not change your engagement with the person, then you're in a pretty good place. That's a, that can be an okay yeah. thing. I love you anyway. You are making me so angry. I would be happy to slap you. Yep. But if that love is still there, then that relationship is still there, and my emotions can do whatever they want. But it depends on my degree of engagement with another person. If I am locked in with them. You think about those people that you are easily angered with, with, with whom you are easily angered. People you get mad at easy. I just what? don't like those people. That's what my face is for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just don't like them. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a little barrier. I'm gonna separate myself from them. If there is someone, uh oh, 
Now, the other side of that, let me just touch this. There are people that are going to come into our lives that are recklessly using their emotions in order to manipulate the relationship with us. Mm-hmm. How do you respond? What do you do? I mean, have you ever known someone that tried to manipulate you with emotions? Would you like the answer chronologically or alphabetically? Yeah, I know, exactly. It happens all the time. But when I do it, it's okay because that's how I feel. When they do it to me, well, that's just nasty and gross. I don't like that. To me, that's where emotions start to become so reckless. Is because we're not willing to admit that other people are experiencing the exact same thing as I am. We're just calling it something different. That's very interesting. I agree. Okay, thanks. We're done. It reminds me of a time when my friend Ed and I were driving down the road and the directions were to look for the house with the yellow, yellow siding. <laughs> my nose itches, guys. And That's I'm, all it was. I'm driving. The yellow siding. The yellow siding you. house and just past this house with the yellow siding, we were going to turn left. Well, this was the day that I discovered something about my friend Ed. Was he colorblind? Absolutely. I, love I said, that. Oh, yep, yellow house, and he's going, that's brown. <laughs> I said, no, it's not, it's yellow. That's brown. And we got into it. That was a perfect impersonation. Driving while I was with, I was around Ed for a long time. <laughs> I miss him. Went past where we should have turned while we're arguing about the color of the house. What each of us perceived it to be. So we missed the right thing to do because we decided that we were going to argue about what our perception was. Ooh. That happens a lot. Yeah. Especially in church politics. Oh, my perception of what you just did or my, no, my perception of what a third party did might be different from your perception of what a third party might. Do you see what that person did? Yeah, man, that was kind of cool. I wonder how we can help them learn from it. I mean, I, can't we give them some grace? Well, they're, but they're going to do it wrong. You know, that gets on my ever loving nerve. I, I, I'm go on. Yeah, no, it gets on my nerves because that person does what they do. And the way that they do it, it's just gross. I don't want any. They absolutely will not submit in the way that I think they need to submit. And, and it's not even to me. It's to something else. I can't, it drives me crazy. And then along comes a friend of mine who says, hey, person, you need to go talk to Wilson and I will help you. Because he is really frustrated about something. I mean, this is a real world situation that happened recently. I'm intrigued with this story. And, and what I had to do was understand that I was, I was being a self-righteous. Ninny? I'll, let's use that word for now. And... <laughs> And was extending zero grace. And God had put me in different positions in order to help that person understand. And I was rejecting it because my emotions were such that I refused to do what God was doing. I didn't even know that God was putting me in that position to help that individual. Until somebody came alongside me and said, yep, I feel exactly the same way. But look at this. And I went, oh, crap, I don't want to. I was going to do other things. 
I love other things. Oh, I do too. I do too. Could have stayed home and watched TV, but nope. I got stuff I'm going to do. Mr. Workman is swallowing and breathing funny. This is usually a precursor to some 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 some, some sort of statement. Oh, now he's Drink got water. First. He's getting water. Okay. Okay, breathe funny. Drink water. Speak. The oracle. Are we still talking about nachos? <laughs> Just kidding. Um Yeah, but you build them wrong. There is no wrong way. <laughs> oh, it's nachos. There is no wrong way. Um, so, you ever seen one of those maps where, like, at Polaris Mall, it has the you have these. Why do you point to me like you just assume that I've been to Polaris Mall? Because you were just there like a couple days ago. Um, Yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a heavy sigh. So, in Polaris, they have these uh, pillar things that have, like, maps on them. And, and there's this little dot that says, you are here. Right? It tells you where you're at in the mall. Right? I'm going to go a really long way around to get back to a certain point because I feel like I have to. Story time. So, when I first moved here. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know we were going to go that far around. <laughs> 18 years ago, roughly? 2003. When I first moved here, I was barely 18 years old. I had never been inside of a city like Columbus. The closest would have been Lexington or Louisville. And I was only there to go to a certain place and then leave again. You know what I mean? I never spent any time. So my first time ever going to Polaris shopping center uh, my head almost exploded fashion place whatever <laughs> fashion place it's polaris fashion place that's hilarious <laughs> i didn't name it Go my on. bad my, my bad debbie <laughs> i didn't mean to curse the hallowed grounds <laughs> wow um no my first time ever going to polaris uh, I remember walking in and I got, you know, you, you walk through the first, depending on where you park, right? You park by the, what is it, just the tuxedo rental place? I don't know if that's still there or not, but you park and you go in that way. And you, you walk in about three, three, three what? <laughs> Vending machines, <laughs> duck, massage chairs. Duck. <laughs> about duck. 30 yards in and you hit the railing. That is the balcony that looks down. Okay. Okay. And when I first saw that for the first time, and I just literally stood there for like five minutes just going, this is incredible. Like, oh, what was that mall that used to be downtown that had the glass? City center. City center. The glass elevators. Those freaked me out. Yep. Never been there. Um, it's gone. But is it down by Hyde Park? No. No. Like right, it was just south. It was the, the arcade. Had an arcade in it. Had a Warner Brothers store. Oh, then I have no idea. Where I don't are. think you've been there. Anyway, so um, anyway, the first time I saw that about is the first time I'd ever been in a mall that had two stories. Is the first time I'd ever saw that much distance inside of a mall, and I was just like, "Oh, this is big. insane! Like this is crazy." 
And so the first several times that I went there, I had to use the signs to figure out where I wanted to go. Sure. Because mm-hmm. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times that feeling happens in those moments where your emotions take you somewhere and you look up and go, I've never been here before. I don't know what to do. I need something true north, right? I need something to direct me, right? To go all the way back around to if you submit those emotions to God and let the Holy Spirit decide what they mean and how they affect what you're doing right now, that's really kind of the only way to get through the whole thing. Particularly if you're a person who gets battered by your emotions, right? Because some people have emotions and they're like, oh, yeah, you have about like this 0.5 millisecond where you're like freak out mode for a half a second. And then you're like, no, I'm good. And then you have people that are like the slightest thing happens, like the barometric pressure drops 2.5%. And all of a sudden... Their They're whole consumed. world, their whole yeah. world, is just in a in a tizzy for the just next different week. Different personalities, right? God love them because they can all do something different, and it makes the world a better place, right? And the well, and the other thing is that you were talking about: uh, do emotions come from God? Of course they do. If you read, go read the Book of Psalms. Right. Right now. No, oh. I'm saying, just person listening or whoever just in general read psalms <laughs> the one person listening sorry uh, go on um in the bible there's also this book called lamentations read that tell me yeah. how emotional that is That's i a have downer. a lamentation machine in the office <laughs> you have a machine that makes sadness <laughs> that's just my boss. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, that's called the computer where you have to answer emails. That's the machine that makes sadness. Um, no, so the the book of Lamentations, it's it's an entire book that's King David, right? Yeah, King David being sad about the death of his son. Right? I don't think so. What is it? What is it? Lamentations is Jeremiah complaining about the destruction of Israel. Same difference. Same thing. Great loss. What am I thinking of? It's not Song of Solomon at this point. No, but it is a song. Because it has the oh Absalom in it. It's it's what I'm thinking of is David's lament. It's it's in it's in the Psalms somewhere, late in the Psalms, I think. I think. I'm not sure. But it's David lamenting about the death of his son, Absalom. Yeah. And anyway, figure out where that's at research project and listen to it, read it. There's a, I'm sure you can find a choir performance of it. Um, But emotions are just descriptors. They're not truth. They don't change the truth. As a matter of fact, they should drive you to hold on to the truth. We need to have emotions for that reason. To de- yeah. Deep, deep, deep. <laughs> hey, David. What he said. <laughs> to drive us, to motivate us. Right. 
or to warn us. War- yeah, exactly. Okay. I'm- I don't <laughs> I don't know how to put it. Listen, this okay. is one of those things where we can keep going. Right. Because there's so much. This hole goes so deep. And it applies in, in every facet. The thing about emotions is they touch every single facet of your relationship with God. Oh, absolutely. There is no part of your relationship with God that does is not affected or touched by emotional content. On purpose. By design, for yes. sure. Because as I was talking about earlier, intimacy does not exist without emotional content. Mm-hmm. God inhabits the praises of his people. Sure. What happens when you are praising God? You, have, co- e- you have emotions. I would hope so. Well, I would Some hope. people pretend that they don't. <laughs> I know. Or pretend that they do. They govern them. <laughs> Right or wrong. And I just opened up another can of worms, didn't I? Oops, sorry. That's not a mind. Back in the can, little worm. But the point is, music is the thing that generates emotions so easily. That's why God has, that's, that's why musical worship is so, it can be so intense for a lot of people. Yep. Because it, it helps to open emotions. And when they're appropriately directed, boy, that's the way that God can really communicate. Yeah, it helps us lower our guard. Yeah. Um. Don't, no, don't, don't, don't go there. Can you read your note from last week again? How do I be free and without bondage, without being reckless? So last week, a lot of the focus of the conversation was to not let your emotions control you. Not not to be governed by them, but to use them freely the way God intends and the way God directs. So... That statement was in regards to how do we, how are we purposeful with our emotions without being, Mm. without hurting things and people in us. Right. Because there seems to be. That people's viewpoint is there. There's, there's an either or Mm -hmm. option, right? Either. Either emotions are bad and I have to keep them in check, right? Mm-hmm. And they're and they're and I can't let them out of the box, or 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 if I do let them out of the box, I have to have a a, a limiter, a governor on it to to make sure that they're not going crazy. Or the other side of that coin is, you don't have to do that. Just turn loose everything and just let all your emotions fly. Mm-hmm. Just let them butterflies be free, right? Are we just three weird people that? Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh! You know the Little Mermaid, the uh, Ursula's eels that she sends to like her henchmen. Yes, that's what you two just sounded like. <laughs> right on. I'll take it. Um, that makes you Ursula. Why? <laughs> Poor unfortunate souls. Sea witch. <laughs> 
Why does it smell like octopus in here? Um, the witch was oh, watching it. Wind me. Grilled octopus. Do you see that? Did you see it? Did you see the same post I did? What? Are we in the same smoking meat page? Because <laughs> I saw the same one. <laughs> Dude was taking some serious heat about grilling an octopus. People were like, bro, you're insane. That's gross. And I'm sitting over here going, I want some because I love octopus. You should try it. You like octopus? I don't do any seafood. You don't eat seafood? Why? I don't like it. There's no seafood that I've ever had that I've enjoyed. Is it a texture thing? Is it a smell thing? Is it all of the above Or is it just that you have an emotional response to things that come (laughs) from the sea? Oh. I do love the Little Mermaid. Ariel and Mary Poppins and Sister Mary Clarence, they raised me. Sister Mary Clarence is where it's at. They raised me. Right there. Um, Sister Mary Helper Pants. Um, Sorry, back to emotions. Yeah. Um, Sorry, we have to take occasional breaks, <laughs> mental breaks, and come back into the seriousness. Um So, how do you be purposeful with your emotions? You don't govern them, but you don't let them go wild. Because both of those things will hurt. Yep. You and people and things, right? What's the magic answer? Let God decide. Pull the trigger and let God sort them out. What? (laughs) It's kind of like sniper fire. Pull the trigger and just let God sort them out. Right? No. <laughs> Wilson has a very strong emotional response to this. Why does that, why does that trigger your emotions so? <laughs> because I have watched people who just let it fly. And they do wild amounts of damage i love it when i lob a softball and then he catches it it's awesome intense long-term relationship killing and breaking because of emotion that's just and they let just, her go. I just they use I God am. as an excuse. Oh, as like a oh, God will take care of it as a validation. Because I thought I was supposed to be free, right? I thought you said I wasn't supposed to. No, that doesn't We're mean just go around to throwing. Determine. Sm- right. That doesn't mean just launch rounds wherever you want to. Mm-hmm. You and let God sort them out, right? I was being facetious, right? The answer Bless is. Bless <laughs> Hanky? Viscous? I don't know. Do you still um, carry a hanky? I do. Ah, well, then. <laughs> Mr. Hanky. Um, <laughs> so listen, the answer is it's not your job to decide whether to let the gate out or let the gate open and just let them fly or to put the governor on it and decide how much comes out and when, right? That's not, neither one of those are your decision. It's not your job, right? You're not in charge. I think that really ultimately that's what it comes down to is Stop being so arrogant. <laughs> well, period. Period. <laughs> I was going to say about everything. <laughs> but stop using your understanding to determine there we go. 
your experience with your emotions, what to do with your emotions, how to act, who to put them towards. Mm -hmm. Because you can be, when you surrender, you actually gain freedom. This sweet Did you just have a seizure? Did you sneeze inside of your body? <laughs> I think he sucked in a sneeze. <laughs> he imploded. No, There's no. freedom in surrender. Yes. Huh. yes. Reminds me of a song. Oh, somebody should write one. Yeah. Well, if you could, you could make an offering to the church about that song. Mm. You could. Um, if anyhow. Al- if Alice Cooper comes, we're doing it. <laughs> uh Sometimes I just roll my eyes so hard at you two. Why? You're like older brothers, and I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> what I'm trying to figure out is why you get annoyed so. Just because? Because there are moments. Where I'm annoying? Where, no, where, you? where you are engaged, and it's funny to you. And then two seconds later, you're back to eye roll so hard. And it's like, wait, we were just talking. You were just there with us. Where did you go? Come back. Because somewhere along that line, it just didn't, it didn't pique my interest. You want to get into emotions. This is how it works. Sure. Oh, yeah. Somewhere it didn't engage me. And so I checked out and goes, this isn't for me anymore. I roll. Wow. Do you ever roll your eyes at God? All the time. Yeah. Don't we know? Look, I was going to say. You want to hear real transparency. I have lots of words to say sometimes in my prayers, and I will let them fly. Yeah. Yes. Every color yes. word there is. I'm okay. like, listen. And I don't whisper when I talk you to You know God. that they're already in you don't my whisper heart. Anyway. <laughs> he knows they're already in my heart. Why not give them back to him with the same passion? I tell people all the time, in your prayer time and in your worship time, do not hold the back. But it's God. not like I'm cursing God. No, 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 but no, but you are cursing in front of God. Oh, no. Right. It, but here's the thing. In a prayer or not. Guess what, people? Well, sure. But but listen, here's the like you just said, he already knows it's already in your heart. It's already in your mind. He's already there. He already knows. So why are you going? Why do you suddenly have to speak King James when it's time to pray? Oh, right. Oh, why? Even, why oh. do you suddenly? Why do you suddenly have to put a governor on your emotions when you before you go before God? I just try to make sure none of the kids are around on a Sunday morning. Exactly. Listen, that, I, look, I have I have woke my children up praying, and they come in and go, Dad, I know you're praying, but can you pray quieter? Because you just woke us all up, right? <laughs> I had, no. Listen, I have went out in my backyard and screamed at God. You need to watch the Jesus Revolution movie. You really should. And then you and I can have a conversation. Uh, we can't have a conversation until I've seen the movie. Right. <laughs> that that reminded me because there is a, a part yeah. where the gentleman is in the backyard praying. Yeah. Sure. Wailing. Sure. To the Lord. Yeah. Right. I tell people that all the time. If look, if you're pissed off, tell God you're pissed off. If you're sad, tell God you're sad. If you're happy, tell him you're happy. Right? Who else don't, would I want to don't tell? Hold ba- don't hold that back. Right? Listen, 
I'm going to go ahead and drop this in here, and then I'll let one of you two tie it a bow on it and put it away. Um, listen, because we're, again, in an hour and a half. Wilson hasn't tied anything in years, apparently. So, that's a whole nother conversation. Or untied. Um, <laughs> you're doing a great Did job over there, Wilson. Did you forget how to do it? You're doing a great job over there, Wilson. Um Take the bunny around. Listen, just like ball. like I just said, in your communication with God, in your intimacy with God, in your transparency with God, I just said, if you're pissed off, tell him you're pissed off. If you're sad, tell him you're sad. Hey, listen, did you know that if you're married to someone, you're supposed to do the same thing? That when your communication, your transparent communication with your spouse, mm-hmm. right? Because your marriage should be a reflection of your relationship with God, right? So when you're in those moments... If you're pissed off, say you're pissed off. If you're happy, say you're happy. If you're sad, say you're sad. Have that intimacy and transparency with your spouse. That's what it's there for. It's supposed to be the same, a mirror image of your, your, your relationship with God. And the great difficult thing is when you express those emotions, and sometimes they don't, they're not returned in a certain way. If you express your emotions with an expectation then you then that's not where you want to be make a note of that make a note of that (sighs) don't don't even don't even put your hood up yuck yuck what yuck what i don't want to talk about that (laughs) it's weird because i really do next week to hear Chris talk to himself. <laughs> Debbie said, I'm not coming back for part of three. Ugh. You ever done, or you ever seen spit takes like where people try to <laughs> <laughs> like people's reactions. <laughs> we did a skit one time where you know, it was like one of those things where you do the same thing like over and over and you try to do it different ways and improve on it. I'm pretty sure that's what the skit was. So the scene was supposed to be a spit take and the person just kept getting spit on um, yes. as they go through the different takes. Yeah. However, yours truly, Debbie Honecker, is apparently the worst spit taker ever. Where <laughs> The water doesn't spray. It just drips out of my mouth. <laughs> I can oh. never get it to. <sighs> anyway, to, to, so the spit take almost happened. I don't even remember what Wilson said anymore, but. Uh, I don't either. <laughs> whatever it was, it was funny to me while I was taking a drink. I don't remember either. All right. <laughs> anyway, I said what I said. Somebody tie this thing up so we can get out of here. I. Here we go. The point, the, the reason why we're talking about this, and, and I know it seems like we're going on and on and on and on and saying the same thing over again we're really not we're trying to say it in enough different ways to be able to to hit different places and different people the goal of this is not to make you feel bad about your emotions the goal of this is not to chide you because you're using them wrong that's the holy spirit's job by the way not ours the goal of this is to figure out ways that we can all come alongside each other as we express emotions honestly be 
tightly engaged with each other so that we can have the freedom to express emotions and thereby just walk around blessing each other. Love you, bye. Bye-bye.